Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Thursday, August 6th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms with a groundbreaking agreement between ICM and the WGA, a groundbreaking director's choice for the Captain Marvel sequel, and a bunch of other, well, not groundbreaking news, but important stuff from uh, Roku, Instagram, Hulu, and Mr. Blake Lively himself, Ryan Reynolds. Plus, of course, a check-in with my favorite non-alcoholic brew, Athletic Brewing. And HBO Max dropped the trailer for their new series called Raised by Wolves from Ridley Scott, who directed the first two episodes. It was formerly a TNT series, but moved over to HBO Max last year and is set in a very post-apocalyptic Earth where it looks like uh, robots are raising kids. But uh, honestly, I really had no idea what was going on other than a lot of cool visuals. But uh, you can check it out for yourself if inclined. The link is in the episode show notes. And just FYI, if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, they finally just made the switch to enable links in their show notes. So you too can click the link to take a look. Riz by Wolves hits HBO Max on September 3rd. And now over to Hollywood. Well, it seems that the only thing Hollywood needed for talent agencies and the Writers Guild to find common ground was a pandemic. As ICM became the second major Hollywood agency to reach an agreement with the WGA so that their agents can now do deals for writers again, it also means that packaging fees are done for at both ICM and UTA, well, in two years. The deal also limits agency ownership of production companies to 20%, according to the trades. Ryan Reynolds has signed on to star in a family movie over at Universal called Everyday Parenting Tips from Paddington director Paul King. That's according to the trades. Phil Lord and Chris Miller are going to produce, and it's based on a short story from The New Yorker by Simon Rich, who will also write the script. Ryan's going to play a dad dealing with the usual family and raising kids stuff, who also has to contend with something described as a great monster uprising. It's always something. Nia DaCosta, who directed Universal's upcoming Jordan Peele-produced horror film, Candyman, has signed on to direct the next Captain America movie over at Marvel, according to Deadline. It'll now be the largest budgeted film to be directed by a black female director, and of course, Brie Larson is returning to star. And Emma Stone and writer-director Dave McCary have signed a two-year first-look film deal at A24 for their production company Fruit Tree, according to the trades. And their first film will be Jesse Eisenberg's upcoming directorial debut. And over in the fantastical world of television... Apple TV gave a series order to a project from Team Downey, according to the trades. Adam Perlman, who's a writer on Billions, is uh, writing the untitled project here, where a Canadian detective decides to take on a decades-old case in hopes of becoming a hero, but apparently his methods get a bit uh, elaborate, causing the whole thing to spin out in a very uncharacteristic way for a Canadian. Team Downey, of course, has a first-look deal at HBO. Speaking of which, Issa Rae is going to exec produce a two-part documentary on black representation on TV called Seen and Heard at HBO, according to the trades. Phil Bertelsman, who did the Who Killed Malcolm X docu for Netflix, will direct and produce. Over at the E! Network, they canceled three of their daily entertainment news shows as part of the larger cutbacks at NBCU. E! News, In the Room, and Pop of the Morning are all no longer, according to Variety. The three shows all launched out of New York about a year ago, although they have been dark since the March production shutdown. So now the E! Network will only have Daily Pop and Nightly Pop as their two remaining daily news shows, and production will once again be centralized out of L.A. Elsewhere in cancellations, Deadline reports that Hulu has canceled the Zoe Kravitz High Fidelity series after one season. 
and Freeform has canceled Siren after three seasons, even though it was still the most watched original series on the Disney-owned network, according to Variety. But TV is supposed to be a happy place, so uh, let's end on a more positive note. True TV has ordered 10 more episodes of the remotely shot Impractical Jokers Dinner Party series, and they also renewed Tacoma FD for a 13-episode third season. The show's second season was among the top five highest-rated cable TV comedy series, and the show is created by two of the guys from Broken Lizard, Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With Roku reporting a new record number of users but an uncertain revenue forecast, Instagram finally launching their TikTok uh, homage in the U.S., a new president at the WWE and a departure at the Today Show. Plus, today's pop quiz. Well, let's dive into some Broken Lizard, uh, who first came on the radar with Super Troopers back in 2002, of course. But that was not the first movie the guys made together. So what was the name of that first movie? The answer after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. So yesterday was a happy day. I was somehow fresh out of athletic brews and uh, now I'm not as my mixed case of their golden ale and IPA happily arrived at my doorstep. So I don't care what you're having for lunch. uh, Mine's going to be better since I'm going to have not one, but two beers and at 50 and 70 calories respectively. That's still less than one can of soda or a sports drink. So order yours today. They ship to all 50 states. Go to athleticbrewing.com slash shop. And the shipping is free when you get just two six packs or more, just like I did. That's athleticbrewing.com slash shop. And Spotify listeners, you too can now easily click the direct link at the bottom of the episode's show notes. Welcome to the 2010s. Now the answer to today's pop quiz... Alright, this one is admittedly a bit of a deep cut, and I really only know this because my first job in the business was working for their manager, but the first Broken Lizard movie was a college comedy called Puddle Cruiser back in 1996, which sadly does not appear to be on any streaming service, but you can buy the DVD on Amazon, along with a DVD player. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Roku added 3 million new accounts from April to June this year to hit a new total of 43 million active users. That's up 13 million from just one year ago. But still no word on talks to add HBO Max or Peacock to their platform. As for their advertising revenue, it's up 42% from this time last year and beat Wall Street estimates. But the company is still declining to put forth any kind of guidance for the rest of the year, saying that advertising spending won't stabilize and return to pre-COVID levels until later in 2021. And while we're in the streaming services, low-cost streaming TV bundle service Philo reported 300% year-over-year subscriber growth to hit 750,000 paying subscribers, according to Next TV. They only charge about 20 bucks a month for a cable network bundle featuring channels like MTV, the Food Network, Discovery, and AMC, but no sports channels or broadcast TV networks. As I'm sure you heard, Instagram's TikTok ripoff Reels launched yesterday in the US, as you may have also seen in their Discover area. Not much else to say at this point other than that it's available in 50 countries with more to come. Elsewhere in the Zuckerberg kingdom, Facebook actually removed a post from Trump's campaign account yesterday, which was a clip of him on Fox News, shockingly, uh, talking about how kids are, quote, virtually immune to COVID. That's according to Dr. Trump. Uh, Twitter also suspended the Team Trump account and blocked the post until they removed it. Speaking of presidents, the WWE has a new one whose last name is somehow not McMahon. 
former co-head of TV at CAA. Nick Kahn is coming over to lead the operation under Vince McMahon, of course, according to The Hollywood Reporter. And Jackie Levin, or is that Levin? Well, let's go with Levin. The exec producer of the Today Show's 9 a.m. hour and longtime Today Show producer is leaving. She's taking a buyout offered as part of the NBC Universal employee reductions going on this month, according to Variety. And a rest in peace goes out to famed New York City journalist and former editor of both the New York Post and Daily News at different points in his career, Pete Hamill, who died at 85 years old. And if you didn't see the documentary that HBO did on Pete and his main rival of sorts, uh, Jimmy Breslin, I highly recommend checking that one out. It's a really great look at not only their relationship, but also kind of a golden era of New York City print journalism. And a few new programming notes today. CBS All Access premieres the animated series Star Trek Lower Decks. That one has 10 episodes in total. And I gotta say, if you're a Star Trek fan and don't have CBS All Access yet, uh, I gotta question your cred. HBO Max adds the Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen movie, American Pickle, that they picked up from Sony. And Peacock Premium adds Hitmen, a dark comedy about two female hitmen in the UK. And we'll finish out with a move that really can't be too surprising anymore. Uh, Viacom has rebooted yet another animated series from the 90s. This time, Ren and Stimpy for Comedy Central, according to the trades. Although as it doesn't yet have a creative team attached, uh, this one's going to be a while. But it gives me a legit reason to play this song. Hello, boys and girls. Which alone deserves giving the wake up a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And if for some reason you haven't already, uh, hit subscribe to the podcast. It just makes life easy. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Happy, happy, George. 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 Happy, 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 happ